Just remember, Joe Biden goes to church so regularly that he doesn't even need tear gas and a bunch of federalized troops to help him get there. For love is more powerful than hate. Hope is more powerful than fear. And light is more powerful than dark. This is our moment. This is our mission. May history be able to say that the end of this chapter of American darkness began here tonight. As love and hope and light join in the battle for the soul of the nation. And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. I promise you. Thank you, and may God bless you, and may God protect our troops. What is going on, Party Crashers? This is your host, Jerry Jones, with a special episode of The Uninvited. As you know, I'm normally on uh, every Sunday and Wednesday. Uh, so this is kind of, a, kind of the first of what might be the few uh, over the next... 70 plus days uh, leading up to the November 3rd election where I'll just come on and do a little mini pod or a little mini riff. Um, but as usual, however you found us, wherever you decided to search us out, I want to thank you. Um, please rate, review, uh, and subscribe um, to this little show so you don't miss another episode. Um, five stars feels a whole lot like love to us here and four star rating. Um, is kind of like Chuck Schumer. So, it's official. Um, Joe said yes uh, to to the nomination uh, of President of the of the United States, um, and obviously Senator Harris said yes on on Wednesday. Um, I just really, really the 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 whole point of of getting on uh, today is just to really reflect on. You know, the past four days of the Democratic uh, National um, Convention, I will probably do a little bit of a preview on our regularly regularly scheduled pod on Sunday with regards to the uh, Republican National Convention. Uh, I just I just want to say um, I feel like the Democrats, considering everything that they had to wrestle with, um, especially with covid. Um, they, they found a way um, to do something that I don't believe they've been able to pull off since 2008, which was actually have a compelling um, convention. Um, it's almost as if COVID forced the Democrats into a 21st century format. Um, every, you know, first, can we just can we just shout out? Um, and I, I did a, a little bit of this on 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 Wednesday uh, to shout out the MCs. Um, I, I this could be called the Ladies First Convention. You know, Ava Longoria. Um, do you guys say Eva or Ava? Normally, I say Eva, um, but when I try to sound fancy, I say Ava. Uh, but I don't know if 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 Eva Ava. Um, if, if I don't know what, what she goes by, which is kind of funny, by the way, um, because it seems, you know, and, and shout out to obviously Tracy Ellis Ross was amazing. Um, Olivia Pope was uh, was amazing on Wednesday and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, my goodness. Was she not awesome? 
Um, she, I, I thought, I thought she was fantastic in the whole bit with with Andrew Yang on the pronunciation of Ponce, Vice President <laughs> Mika Mika Ponce. What is it, what is so difficult about pronouncing Senator Harris's name? What is so hard about Kamala? I don't understand what's so hard about that. Um, and one might begin to think that maybe it's just, you know, maybe some people are just being assholes. Sorry, I know it's a family show, but this is a special episode. So I might just kind of let a few things rip. Um, but I give the MCs um, an A+. And I, I think for the future, um, they're going to want to kind of go with an MC model. Um you know, I didn't have a lot of high hopes for the fourth night beyond, uh, obviously, I wanted to hear Vice President Biden. I had almost zero expectations um, of the evening. And um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, she, she knocked it out of the park. Uh, but I also feel like the production team um, of the DNC, you could see the evolution. And I feel like each night, you saw less awkward transitions, um, but whoever it was at, you know, wherever, you know, various decision-making levels, for them to be able to successfully pivot to um, the model that they went to. And honestly, um, COVID, you know, what it did is it, it, it made everybody more real and approachable, except for Tom Perez and Chuck Schumer. Um but I loved having real people. Oh, and and night four? Are you kidding me? Um, the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, man. Did that young man, did he not just move you? Um, you know, when this father, like, kind of cleaning off his face and him, him doing it. Uh, and then, um, you know, obviously the, the, the Star Spangled Banner. Um and and then oh my gosh the the 13 year old boy oh i had no idea that joe biden um had had a stutter i had, I had no i no idea um but i feel like there was a whole lot about joe biden that many of us didn't know at least i didn't know uh about him and i guess the reason why i, I just want to harp on I, this if you're ever gonna have a jinky kind of hokey convention and i'm not i'm not i'm not at all like saying this to the toss shade at, at, at the vice president um but if you were ever going to have a nominee for which a convention like this would be absolutely perfect it is joe biden um that send-off last night it was completely hokey i mean a bunch of cars out in the in the parking lot with their flashers on and they got there were some people not wearing masks by the way uh, it goes to show you that um mask wearing doesn't really know a party there were there were a few uh a few folks not not practicing um cdc protocol but that's okay but the fireworks the fireworks was so much better 
so much better than that stupid balloon drop. The thing about conventions, and it, and this is this spans party. Conventions are inherently hokey and fake, right? We're supposed to pretend that everybody steps on stage is a big deal, that everything they say matters, and you don't really know anything. You don't know what they said. You don't know who they are. You just don't really know anything. Well, everything was short and concise and to the point. Quite the opposite of, of how I do things here on, on this show. I think I would be a perfect convention speaker uh, for the Democrats. I think I'd be a very interesting convention speaker for um, for the Republicans. Uh, <laughs> I, apparently Mitch McConnell... Well, I said I wasn't going to talk about the Republicans. Um, apparently Mitch McConnell is not going to be um, a part of the Republican National Convention. He he has travel plans. Um, however, <laughs> he's not going where we all believe he should go. Um, but that's that's a whole that's a whole other topic. So I'm giving the MCs an A plus. I'm giving the folks uh, who pulled this whole thing together an A plus. Um, but like I said, I didn't have high hopes. Um, Money Mike Bloomberg. Oh, man. You know, money can buy you a lot of things. It cannot buy you excitement. Um, Mike Bloomberg, man. I mean, to think to think that he was almost like a serious contender for the Democratic uh, Party. Uh, he does not get an A. I'm going to give Mike a C. I'm going to give Pete um, a C. Um, uh, Tammy Duckworth, she was last night. I, I didn't see her, so I can't even front and act like I can give her a grade. Uh, I was switching, you know, there were some speeches I'm like, I'm just going to watch the NBA until, um, until the real team shows up. Uh, I do have a question though. Um, well, not really a question. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, I thought did, did well. The Zoom call the Zoom call with all of the candidates, uh, well, most of the candidates uh, that ran for president because there was like 90. Um, but like that Zoom call was pretty good, uh, wasn't it? Uh, I do want to know where Julian Castro is. I want to know why he wasn't given um, a speaking slot. I want to know why... Um, he wasn't a, a part of, of the Zoom call or, or any of the festivities. Um, if any of you know, hit us up at you know the DM of the Uninvited Podcast on, on IG. Uh, I really want to know what's going on with that. But I, I felt that was a miss um, for the Dems is not having Julian Castro. I, I think you know Julian's um, candidacy, in my opinion, is historic. Um, and, you know, even though he didn't get far, most of the Dems in the field, especially those on the Zoom call, didn't really get that far. Um, so I'd like to know what's going on, uh, with that. Um, so I give, because Julian was not included, uh, I give that whole segment a B or maybe a B minus. I think if you have Julian, uh, in there. I think it propels it to a solid A. Um, 
can we talk a little bit about um, the vignettes, the Joe Biden vignettes? Um, oh, I forgot the kid, the kid with the stutter. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, that, that was, um, that was, uh, inspiring and I don't know. It brought some man tears, um, to the eye. Um, and like I said, I didn't know that about Joe Biden and, um, but apparently, oh, the, the thing with the, you know, speaking of kids, the granddaughters, that was great. Um, I, I do, I do have a question though, just about, um, how much free time does, does Biden have if he's able to make all those phone calls? Um, Joey's making a lot of phone calls and there's a good chance that if you have not answered that unknown number on your cell phone, it was probably Joe Biden. So do yourself a favor. The next time you have that unknown number or you don't recognize the number, just answer it. Just answer it. It'll be the next president of the United States uh, on on um, on the line. Uh, but the vignettes with regards to to Joe Biden, the the ones particularly around his faith. Um, the the rabbi talking about how Joe showed up at the funeral of a person because she had donated like thirty one dollars to his first campaign. Um, the vignette um, from the pastor of Mother Emanuel and Joe talking about why he came back on Sunday and talking about just the grief that he and Dr. Biden experienced and in having lost their son to cancer. Um, I, look, if, if, if you're still like on the fence about who you would rather have in the white house and who you would rather hold accountable, you're lost. You're, and I, I think almost irreparably lost. It's a you problem at this point. Um, and look, people have their reasons for voting for um, the president, the current holder of the office. I don't think any of them are valid, but that's not the point. They're not my, they're not my reasons. Um, but you can't be undecided. There is no, there is no such thing as undecided right now. And if, if you, if you can't bring yourself to decide between Biden and Trump, just admit that you are going to vote for Trump. And, and be honest with yourself about the kind of person you are. <laughs> um, yes, I am uh, the shade. Can we I'm, I'm giving the shade from this convention. Uh, an A plus plus from the first lady. Um, the, it, it is what it is to um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> oh my gosh just the her her bit about hey like you know i bring up this point to say that joe not only reads you know amtrak magazines uh but he not only can he read but he actually he reads everything wouldn't that be nice wouldn't that be nice to have a president that can actually read um joe biden's speech and we just heard a little bit of it um you know, last night, 
I, you know, I was just happy that there were no gaffes. Um, and, uh, and I realized that in, in, in watching the speech again, that not only was the speech great because it was like, it was a great speech for Joe Biden. And I guess basically I was saying like, oh, it's, it's a good speech for Joe Biden. It's a great speech for Joe Biden. He didn't, he didn't screw up. He didn't go too long. He stuck on message. But when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, like this is a great speech. And it wasn't the normal kind of convention speech. It wasn't the, I want you to feel good about who I am and, and why you're, you're voting for me. It was like um, someone had, had posted on, on my Facebook that it was like Uncle Joe was um was sitting you down for that heart to heart like that kind of real deep like we got to have this talk talk um and i i think that's why the vignettes of of joe um both the the, the religious vignettes from from thursday the the um the vignettes about how he kept dana bash waiting 30 minutes uh, for an interview because he was talking to this young man's grandmother or the the woman, the elevator operator, and on and on and on. The, 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 the guy that he became friends with from the train, and when he found out the guy had a heart attack, he called the guy while he was getting his hair cut at the barbershop just to check in on him to see how he was doing. Like, you can't... I got to tell you, you know I'm a humble bragger, Right? Uh, if that were me, I, and, and I'd been doing that for the past 30, 40 years, you wouldn't hear the end of it. I'd be patting myself on the back. I'd be making all sorts of posts about, look at, look at how awesome I am. Joe Biden has never shared these stories. Like, I, and maybe he has shared the story about him having a stutter, but we never knew that. We never, he never talked about how hard he had to work to overcome that. I just assumed Joe Biden came from money, right? And I know he, you know, I, I always thought that I'm um, the scrappy kid from Scranton was all an act. I did, I, I to be honest, right? I thought it was a shtick. And, uh, and you know, I'm like, he's a politician, so you get, kind of get that license, right? To be kind of hokey. Um, but what you see is like, this is who, what we've seen from Joe Biden is is exactly who Joe Biden has been his entire life. That is who he is. And so to, to, to the point about why this convention worked for Joe Biden is because I bet you, if you were to say, hey, Joe, imagine there's no COVID. Joe, um, we got a couple options here. We can go the traditional route where we we fill the arena and there's all these people from all over the country and everyone's kind of self-important and pompous and you have all this pomp and circumstance, you have the balloon drop, you have all the things. Or we can just do a little thing um, outside the arena in the parking lot and, you know, there'll be some fireworks and people will put on their flashers. And I mean, honestly, I think the thing that's so relatable is that it felt like every graduation ceremony that um, that we've had <laughs> in the wake of COVID. It very much reminded me 
um, my wife Heidi and one of our neighbors had organized a, a graduation parade where everyone was just in their cars and everyone's kind of out in their sunroom, moon roofs, and they're all the, you know, kids and, you know, our friends and family kind of waving their flags and holding their signs for Anna. And it was really beautiful. And, 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 um, you know, Joe's send off, you know, last night felt very hokey in a, in a, in the most real and authentic way, not no shade and calling it hokey. Right. And I think if you were to, if you were to ask Joe, he'd be like, yeah. And can we have, uh, just a couple grills where people are grilling out hamburgers and hot dogs and maybe we serve some punch. Like, and again, I, I think, I think, I think what we saw last night from his speech to the send off to all the vignettes, um, all Joe Biden, all the real deal. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I guess, I'll, I guess all I'm saying is that Democrats, you should feel really good about where things are now and now that we have had this moment we have to get to work there is so much work to do it is almost unfathomable um we make sure you're eligible to vote make sure you're registered to vote make sure you have a plan um there's a couple different ways for you to, to, to start that ball rolling to find out what you can do in your state. You can go to whenweallvote.org. That's whenweallvote.org. Um, if you are if you already know who you, that you're going to vote for Biden, text 30330 or text, excuse me, text vote. Or I think you could text anything to 30330. And the, the odds are is that, that the vice president will call you um, personally. Uh, and, and help you figure out your, your game plan. So whenweallvote.org, um, text vote to 30330. Um, it's not too, here in Missouri, you can request, and probably in most states, you can start requesting your, your, your mail-in ballots. Do that right away. Send it in right away. Um, but yeah, um, one last thing. So I, I'm over the moon. I'm hoping that the Dems use all of this content over the next 70 plus days on all of the social media channels. Uh, I hope they don't have Joe um, doing too much out and about. Um, but it was a good it was a good week. It was a good week for them. And uh, I think now that I think we're all pretty clear on why why we need to get Biden and Harris um, in the White House. And I'm saying we uh, you, I mean, my cards are on the table. I am a Democrat. I love the way, love, love, love the way that Joe Biden loves being a Democrat. Um, unashamed. And I share that. So kudos to Joe. Kudos to the DNC. Um, and kudos to all of you um, for being engaged um, in this effort. Um, the last thing I will say about um, this convention and last night is um, while we were in this feel good moment, recognize that resistance is authentically American. Um, I'm not saying it's only American, but I'm like, it's a part of being American. And, um, and sometimes you're not going to be, it's not going to be easy um, to resist keep resisting 
and um, you know, just keep on resisting. And, and like uh, Senator Harris said the other day, when we vote, things get better. Um, I can't say how excited I was to see the chicks on last night. I mean, you can only imagine, like, imagine the hell they've been through in the last um, 16 years, 17 years, um, as they were critiquing the Bush presidency and they almost lost their careers. And here they are in 2020 singing the Star Spangled Banner. It was it, it was moving um, to me. Um, and I guess I just say all of that to say um, keep resisting, keep marching, keep speaking up. Um, you know, do that. Make that good trouble, that necessary trouble. When you see something wrong, say something, do something. Paraphrasing the great John Lewis. Um, but hey, we got this. I'm going to get out of here right now because it's it's Friday night uh, not like I have plans because it's COVID um, but I hope that whatever your plans are um, that you have fun um, that you you keep it safe keep that mask on keep safe physical distancing um, wash those hands like a like a crazy person uh, but most importantly be good and be kind to each other uh, until the uh, next episode, regularly scheduled episode on Sunday, um, be well, and I will catch you on uh, the next uh, episode of the Uninvited. Peace. <laughs>